Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's do our best uh, to find some value and find some angles in today's slate. So let's start off in the Bronx where the Yankees are hosting the Rays. Rays minus 130, Yankees plus 110, over under of eight and a half runs. It's Tyler Glass now facing Domingo Herman, and the Yankees have not had much luck with Domingo Herman as of late. Three straight losses, even though he's the guy that pitched the perfect game earlier this season. It's been very up and down for Sir Domingo Herman. So, Jenks, do you have a play that you like here? Do I have a play that I like? Yes, I do. I really like the raise here and i need to look and see if i can get the raise on the first five money line but maybe i'll just maybe i'll just take full game i i just think this is a great pitcher or a great price i should say on the much better pitcher and tyler glass now has been so good giving up two runs or less in each of his last four starts and three of those performances one thing that i always look at when you come to or when you look at a pitcher who's been performing well has he been playing or pitching against teams that can hit the ball? Because every now and then you'll see a pitcher and, wow, 3-0 and in his last three starts, ERA below two, and he's faced like A's, A's, Yankees. You know, teams that just don't hit the ball, Yankees without Aaron Judge in particular. So when you look at Tyler Glass now, his last three performances against extremely potent lineups, Marlins, Orioles, Braves, Rays still remain a top five team in the first five this season. So I'm going to take the Rays in the first five. I like that. And I think the case can be made for backing Tyler Glass. Now, I think the question mark for me is the Rays are not nearly as trustworthy 
as they have been, you know, earlier in the right. season. Because it's team, it's a team that's definitely in a bit of a downward spiral. Four and nine in their last 13 games. But still, it's not like the Yankees have been absolute juggernauts, you know, this season either. So you look at their offense. I think it's going to be a tough draw facing Tyler Glass now, who I've looked – He's only allowed more than three runs in one start this season. A really mm-hmm. bad one against the Orioles back on June the 20th. But other than that, it's been smooth sailing. Uh, three straight quality starts for Sir Tyler Glass now. And if you look at the two before that, he was one out away from a quality start because he only went five and two-thirds. And by definition, you have to go six innings if you're going to give up three runs. So he's been right there. He's been very consistent. So I think if I were to pick a side, it would definitely be the raise here, especially at this price, because that's built in too. Jenks, don't you think yeah. we're getting a, a good value on the raise now that they're kind of trending downward? Yeah, I think so too. And also, I just found the price. It's minus 130. So first five money line mm-hmm. for the race, minus 130 for the clearly better pitcher. And I, I think you make a good point, which is this is not the same juggernaut that started the season. But the thing about the Rays is it's not like when they started the season 13-0 and that this was a fraud. They have a ton of talent. Now, yes, they, they slumped in July. The Rays are ready for August. It's been a long July for the Rays. But when you look at the talent on this team, they certainly have the talent to play better. So, yeah, I think because of that, you're not paying a premium on Tampa. And that's why I like them here. Yeah, because if it was June, you'd be paying a buck 90 mm-hmm. instead of minus yeah. 130. So, love the raise there. All right, let's go to Toronto. Staying in the AL East, we have the Orioles and the Blue Jays squaring off. Uh, Orioles plus 120, Blue Jays minus 145, over under of nine runs. It's Kyle Gibson with a 468 ERA facing Chris Bassett, who has a 391 ERA. Uh, so, Jenks, who do you like or what's the play? Uh, you know me. Back on the old Toronto Chris Bassett train. I love Toronto first five money line minus 130. That's what I'm going to be doing here. Now, if we're going full game, then I think maybe the Orioles are the right side here. It's hard for me to fade the Orioles playing as well as they're playing. You get them at plus 120. But here's the thing. This is a tough travel spot for these guys. They were on Sunday night baseball last night. So now they're going to Toronto. And when you look at Chris Bassett at home this season, I have been on Chris Bassett at home this season almost every single time. He's 6 and 1, a 2.24 ERA. Now, Kyle Gibson has been better in his last two road outings. 5 runs over 11 innings against both the Phillies and the Rays, but again, I think that travel schedule affects the Orioles here. I'll roll with Bassett at home where he has been fantastic. Let's go. First 5 money line Toronto -150. Yeah, and the Blue Jays have been really good against uh, Chris or uh, behind Chris Bassett, I should say, in uh, their last six starts. They've won five of the last six with Chris Bassett pitching. Uh, didn't win that one on the road, though, at the Dodgers. But again, this game back at home where you said the splits are extremely tempting when you look at Chris Bassett uh, behind that Blue Jays team. I think for me, it's not going to make the card just because – I am always scared to fade the Orioles because this Mm -hmm. is a team that you could make a case for each and every night. Kyle Gibson obviously is not their best starter, but still this is a team that can out hit uh, just about anybody in baseball. So I think it's going to be left off the card for me, but I do agree. The splits at home from Chris Bassett are pretty good. So I like it, but it's not going to make the card for me. Let's go to San Francisco. Giants and Dimebacks squaring off. Uh, It's Ryan Nelson, and we don't have a starter for the Giants just yet. The storyline here is that the Dimebacks are still in the hunt 
for the NL West, mm-hmm. but it looks like the Dodgers have kind of uh, taken a big step ahead. Now they have a four-game lead over the Diamondbacks here, and the Giants two games back out of the Dodgers. So we know who the Dodgers are rooting for. They're probably rooting for the Diamondbacks, I guess. But still, these two teams fighting to stay alive in this race for the NL West. Uh, do you have any thoughts here? It's hard when there's not a line. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. My thought is I will be on San Francisco no matter what. I will find a way to fade Ryan Nelson. Whenever he is on the mound at home, you fade him. Now, on the road, you t- splits are interesting. You don't always go by splits. There's a lot of caveats there. I get that. But here is a mm-hmm. crazy split. Ryan Nelson on the road is nails. At home this season, 2-4 and four, an ERA of 8.01, over eight runs a game. Eight runs a game at home. What happened the last time he was at home? Gave up five runs to the Cardinals. What about the start before that? Gave up seven runs to the Mets in just three innings, and the Mets cannot hit one of the worst-hitting teams in baseball. Such a huge disappointment. I obviously want to check who's going for the Giants. Maybe you look at the over, depending on what that total is set at. But it would be hard for me not to fade Ryan Nelson. He has been an abomination in the desert. <laughs> abomination. An Jeez. abomination. True. At this <laughs> point in the season, your ERA crime. is eight at home. Oh, terrible. <laughs> oh, man. But here's the thing. I think there are conflicting trends here. Because you're right about Ryan Nelson. But the Dimebacks are actually a much better team away from home. They're 28 and 22 away, 28 and 28 when playing at home. So usually this is the time to play them, but maybe not behind Ryan Nelson. Maybe you wait for another starter. Let's go to D.C. Uh, Nationals and Brewers squaring off. A total of nine runs. Brewers minus 200 behind Corbin Burns. The Nats are plus 165 behind Jake Irvin. Clearly a pitching mismatch here. Jenks, are you uh, finding a creative way to play the Brew Crew, or do you have any faith in the Nats? I, believe it or not, I like Milwaukee on the run line here. And I know your first thought is, wait a second, the Nationals are great against the run line this year. Why would you go against the the Nationals on the run? That's exactly right. At home, the Mm -hmm. Nationals are not even close to being the same team. If you want to bet the Nationals on the run line, bet them on the run line on the road. First of all, This is a good way to play Corbin Burns because he's given up two runs or less in each of his last five starts. Jake Irvin has given up at least three runs in each of his last six starts. And here's the thing. Corbin Burns will also go late into this game, I feel like, because he generally goes later into games when he's pitching well. He's clearly pitching well right now because at home, again, Nationals are bottom 10 team versus the run line. Plus, we know the Nats have one of the worst bullpens in baseball. The Brewers could absolutely tack on a couple late. I would go Milwaukee run line minus 120. Yeah, that's the only play because I considered the first five run line uh, the minus a half for a hot second. But if you play the full game, you also get that terrible Nationals bullpen Mm -hmm. in the mix as well. This Nationals bullpen has given up the most home runs in all of baseball. So do you really trust him to hold on to whatever Jake Irvin got you? Because that's the thing. Like, this is one of the worst starters for the Nationals. Uh, Because it's one thing if it's Mackenzie Gore, if it's Josiah Gray. But when it's those other guys in the rotation, it's tough for me to back the Nats, uh, even at home. Like you said, the road on the run line has been the play for the Nats. But here, uh, probably Brewers run line uh, for that one. So I would not disagree 
with you there. Uh, I think I'm going to play one or two games today. Jenks, is it a big card for you? Or are you playing conservatively? Mm, no, I'll go one or two. I've already mentioned my first my first two plays of this segment, which are my favorite plays, which is Rays first five minus 130 and Blue Jays first five minus 150. That Toronto line keeps getting juicier and juicier. So by the end of the show, maybe it won't be playable, but I do see some people on the Blue Jays, which is, and I like when the money's going in that direction. This line opened at Blue Jays minus 140. Now it's at Blue Jays minus 145. So again, as good as the Orioles are, I really like the Blue Jays in this spot. I'm probably going to go Rays and Blue Jays and then, Hopefully one of one of those and not sweat too much overnight. What about you? Wow, you sound really confident. Yeah, uh, I really do. <laughs> the play that I have that is not on the rundown, because I don't think a whole lot of people care about the Rockies at this point in the season. But like I said, I think there's an angle to be made. So now it's deciding on which angle I'm going to take because today the Rockies are facing the Padres and Seth Lugo. Uh, the Rockies just traded away two of their best offensive players, CJ Crone and Randall Gritchick. Uh, Randall mm-hmm. Gritchick uh, had the best OPS on the team. CJ Crone had the second most home runs on the team. So I think when you trade away those two parts of the offense, you go over to fan graphs and you look at active roster because there is a little box you can check to, you know, only include the, the players who are on the roster now. Mm-hmm. Guess who has the worst WRC plus in baseball now? That would be the Colorado Rockies. So I think there is a way to fade this offense, even though they are playing in Colorado, which we know the ball travels especially well there. But I think I'm going to take a look at their team total under five. It might be four and a half in some spots. I need to check the number. But fading that offense, also taking a look at Seth Lugo and his strikeout prop, it's five and a half juiced to the under I kind of like the over, though, because with that active roster in play, the Rockies have the second highest strikeout rate of any team in baseball. So a couple options on how to fade the Rockies today, maybe making the card for me. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.